Sin tends to be addictive. If you don't believe me, just try and, and stop falling for your greatest weakness. Some of us are addicted to gossiping about others, some of us are addicted to alcohol or pornography, and some of us are addicted to ice cream. Hi, this is Esther Lowe. Joining me in this episode of the GYC Beyond podcast is Pastor Doug Batchelor from Amazing Facts Ministries. Pastor Doug opens up about his long-term addiction with ice cream and the lessons he learned that enabled him to finally overcome. Listen in on an amusing and inspiring conversation. Hi, Pastor Doug, and welcome to the GYC Beyond podcast. We're happy to have you here today. Um, so this morning, um, we're going to be talking about how to overcome an ice cream addiction. Can you tell us a little bit about how you started struggling with addiction with ice cream? Well, Esther, it goes way back. As far back as I can remember, in Southern California, they used to have these ice cream trucks that would come through our neighborhood, uh-huh. and they would uh, play this song. Uh, the funny thing is the song that they played was uh, It's Little Brown Jug, which is actually a whiskey <laughs> song. And they'd have bells, and all the kids would run out into the uh, the street, and, and I still vividly remember doing everything I could to talk my grandmother out of a little change so I could get a a rainbow rocket or one of the orange cream popsicles or something. And uh-huh. It was a big treat, but it was just supposed to be occasional. Uh-huh. And then, uh, you know, when I went to live with my mother in New York City, my mom and dad divorced, and I was living alone with mom, uh, the only time we ever spent together sometimes is a treat. A couple, three times a week, mm-hmm. we'd eat ice cream and watch TV. And so for me, it started to represent uh, just a really pleasant time. Uh-huh. Um, but then it... Uh, it started getting worse. All right. How bad did it get? Well, uh, it's, it's quite an odyssey, and it didn't happen all at once. And there were times when, you know, I wasn't eating a lot of ice cream. In military school, I was always trying to get extra ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> and uh, living with my father, some people have a milkman. They would deliver uh-huh. milk every day. Our milkman would also deliver ice cream. Oh, wow. And I started to where I would eat a whole pint of vanilla ice cream by myself easily as a teenager. Wow. Mix it with orange juice. It was really good. <laughs> and um, and then it, it just stayed with me. Even after becoming a Christian, I thought, oh, well, now what's wrong with ice cream? You know, I was dealing with so many other things, you know, drugs. And, yeah. And I gave up drinking and smoking. And I thought, ice cream, well, you know. And I saw a lot of other people that were in the church doing much worse things. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> and so I had just all kinds of rationalizations uh, and uh, I would say, well, God's taking us to a land of milk and honey. <laughs> and so I, I was very happy to find out Haagen-Dazs made uh, a milk and honey oh, no way. brand. Okay. Yeah, it was called Honey Vanilla. And so, uh, yeah, I just, uh, it got to where, uh, I'm embarrassed to say, but, it, you know, it, nothing, it's not that I was saying if anyone eats ice cream, it's a sin. Mm-hmm. But it had become an addiction for me. And okay. it was a sin. Uh, I would, living up in the hills, where half a mile from the nearest store, have to have it almost every day, I would drive a half an hour to town, spend $4 on a pint, try and race home. I'd tell them to triple wrap it so it wouldn't melt, <laughs> race home, uh, and eat it. And I thought, man, I just spent I just spent like $10 on that ice cream. Oh, yeah. And I realized I had a problem, but I couldn't stop. Okay. So now that you realize you had a problem... What did you do to try and stop it, and why was it hard? Well, uh, there was a period, and I just need to mention this, there was a period of time where I realized I had a problem, but I 
tried to rationalize it. Okay. And I think everybody does that with some sin or addiction. They say, well, it's not that bad. Or mm-hmm. look at what everyone else is doing that's so much worse. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you know, look, I'm eating all this ice cream, but I'm 140 pounds. Okay. It's, you know, so it's not hurting me. I go to the doctor and and he'd say, no, your cholesterol's fine. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I knew that um, this just had, I had to have it every day. What really convicted me that it was a bad thing, you know, I'd read in the Bible where whether you eat or drink, do all to the glory of God. And then mm-hmm. I'd read where it says, their God is their belly. Mm-hmm. And it's like something I had to have. And anything that controls you, mm-hmm. uh, Jesus said, sin shall not have dominion over you. And it like, it controlled my schedule. I'm embarrassed to tell you, um, and I've publicly confessed this already, <laughs> when traveling, now this lasted, it, we're talking, 30 years. Okay. So it's hard to condense all the different dynamics of it. I'd go to the store and I had one of my church members that worked in the supermarket and she'd always comment on all the ice cream in my cart and I'd try to hide from her when I would go to the market. And she always seemed to end up at the cash register. (laughs) Pastor Doug, you sure eat a lot of ice cream. Or I'd stop for a little while and I'd think I'm doing good. Mm -hmm. But then I'd I'd find myself pushing my cart down the ice cream aisle. There's nothing else I needed there, but I just said, well, I'm just going to look and see if it's on sale. If it's on sale, it must be God's will for me to, to have it. Uh-huh. So look, haagen two for five dollars. What a blessing. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> and so I just, you can rationalize that God is, you know, he's winking at mm-hmm. it. But I just knew that it was bad. I would travel out of town. And our secretary would say, do you need a rental car? The meeting place is right by the airport. You can just take a shuttle. I said, no, I need a rental car. So I'd get something to eat. Mm-hmm. And I would get a rental car. And the only reason I needed that rental car is so I could drive to the market and get ice cream. Oh, wow. And then I thought to myself, wow, here you paid for a rental car, plus you paid for the ice cream. I said, that ice cream cost you $30. Uh-huh. And I started really coming under conviction. But I mean, I'm talking, it had to be every day Uh for years. Wow. And at times, I started cutting back, but at times it was an entire pint every night. Uh, When I was young, half a gallon (laughs) of ice cream. So I mean, this is, I'm talking serious ice cream consumption. So, uh, and then I'd say, Mm. but you know, I I don't do the other things and I exercise and and, uh, I only eat two meals a day. And I was such a hypocrite. I mean, here I'm a vegetarian. I wouldn't even eat cheese. Okay. And I'd brag about that. But I was sneaking off and I was a junk food junkie with ice cream every night. Uh-huh. So I became really convicted. And for a while, I'd stop for a while. And then, you know, I'd, I'd backslide. And I noticed that I started feeling a lot better. If I could go a few days without ice cream, I didn't feel congested. My head mm. felt better. I wasn't clearing my throat. And then I'd backslide and I'd start again. I'd say, well, just once, just a treat. It's not a sin. (laughs) But boy, as soon as you do it once, it's hard to stop. Oh, yeah. So you're at the point where you're trying to change and you're backsliding a little bit and then you're quitting for a couple days or maybe a few weeks at a time. How did you finally get past this addiction? Well, it's simple and it's hard. Uh, At some point I had to say, this isn't just a, um, this isn't just a, uh, thing that's not good. It was a sin for me. Mm. And I needed to confess it. 
And once you confess your sin to God, you basically give the Holy Spirit permission to increase conviction and to give you power. Mm -hmm. Now that power must be combined with um, human effort. Right. There's a great quote in Signs of the Times, February 14, 1878. It says, divine power combined with human effort will give to all perfect and entire victory. Mm-hmm. Every believing mind will be filled with conscious power. The language of the soul will be, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I kept wanting the Lord just to take it away, <laughs> which is, yeah, that would be great, but it doesn't always work that way. I found that when I was being tempted, if I would stop then and pray and then cooperate with the Lord, don't push the cart down the ice cream aisle. Don't go near <laughs> it. And, but as soon as I started to give in a little bit and look to see if it was on sale and to sit there and stare at it, then I'd fall. Mm. And so whatever your sin is, the Bible says flee temptation. And so as soon as I made up my mind, I, I, just, I have to say no, and I have to say never again. Because I knew once I started, you know, I haven't. And since I, I got the victory, and which has been probably eight, ten years okay. now, I haven't had ice cream one time. All right. And, and the big test for me, wondering if I had the victory, came at uh, 45,000 feet. Uh-huh. I had been bumped up to business class on an overseas <laughs> flight, which was really nice. Yeah. And I'm all by myself. And I ate a wonderful, they had a veggie meal for me. And uh, I'm fe- feeling, boy, look how blessed I am. And then they came by with a cart and they were giving out vanilla Haagen-Dazs. Your own little... <laughs> and I thought, oh, who will know? I'm all by myself, just once, you deserve it. And I said, no, Doug, once you start again, mm-hmm. you're, it's downhill. Okay. And so when I was able to say no at that point, I thought, praise the Lord. And now I have no temptation, it's gone. Okay. So if we could just kind of take these steps that you took mm-hmm. and put them maybe in a list format. What was that? So the first thing that you found you needed to do was confess. You need to be honest with yourself that it's an, okay. it's an, it has dominion over you. All right. it, it's a chain. Okay. It's not bringing glory to God. It's costing money and it's not good for my health. Mm-hmm. So you have to just be honest that this is a problem that God wants you to stop. Right. And then, then what's the next step? Uh, you need to get on your knees and say, Lord, I can't do this without you. And you just confess your weakness and say, will you please help me? Mm -hmm. And then beyond that, you need to, if it's it's a problem like smoking, throw away your cigarettes. If it's ice cream, throw it away. (laughs) Uh, In other words, if you have anything within range that's in your gates, you know, the Bible talks about within your gates, Mm -hmm. get it out. Take the first step. Promise is draw near to God and he'll draw near to you. So if you have any, get rid of it. All right. And then... uh, and then whenever temptation comes, pray and, and ask God, say, Lord, I know this isn't your will. Mm-hmm. I'm powerless without you. Use your human power and he gives you supernatural strength. Okay. So what if you're in the position where someone else listening might have an ice cream addiction and they can't stop thinking about ice cream and it just plays on their mind every single day until they give in. How do you get past this constant thinking over something and then wanting it. Isaiah 1 says, we cease doing evil, we learn to do good. Uh, No baby is born crying for ice cream. Mm -hmm. We learn these cravings, which mean you, you unlearn it. Okay. 
So every time you say no to a temptation, you strengthen that decision process in your brain. And the next time you say no, it gets easier. And pretty soon it says, resist the devil, he'll flee from you. Mm-hmm. Pretty soon it stops coming. It's like I had the same problem with smoking, you know. It was almost unbearable <laughs> thinking about it, thinking about it. But I kept saying, no, 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 no. And the voice of temptation will get quieter mm-hmm. until pretty soon you don't hear it anymore. All right. What about if you know that you should quit? You have all the reasons for why it's bad and mm-hmm. it's not helping you, but you actually don't want to. I didn't want to. Sometimes <laughs> you, I, I didn't quit smoking because I was coughing uh-huh. and I, I, I enjoyed it. But I was convicted this this was wrong. And that would probably be true with many temptations. Uh, sin has pleasure. Mm-hmm. And some people don't want to turn away from something pleasurable. But you need to think that the, the pleasure of having a clean conscience before God is worth so much more mm-hmm. that it's a choice. Okay. Yeah. And for me, just a side note. Yeah. Is I didn't realize I was allergic to milk. <laughs> And so for the first time in my life, I grew up and they were just putting milk in me since I was born. Uh-huh. I finally gave up ice cream. And for the first time in my life, I started breathing like I guess I was supposed to breathe. And I didn't even know what it felt like. Wow. So it's, uh, I've just felt so much better. Mm-hmm. I went to the doctor. I'm 62 now. I went to the doctor a little recently. He said, Doug, your blood works really good. And he asked me, he said, are you a vegan? <laughs> I said, I am. Now I really am. <laughs> And, but it actually makes a difference in your health. Okay. And um, so you'll always reap benefits mentally, physically when you turn mm-hmm. away from sin. How about the idea of like moderation? Mm-hmm. Is it always necessary to just get rid of something entirely? Can't you just have a little bit of ice cream every once in a while? Well, I, I should probably confess at this point, uh, everyone that's close to me knows that I won't eat ice cream, ice cream anymore. And so uh-huh. every now and then they'll get me some rice dream, frozen dessert, or something like that. And so on occasion, uh, I will have some of that. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's not something I do once a week. Or it's just an occasion. I just, it doesn't have the hold on me. Nothing's like the real thing, you know. <laughs> and so I've just found that I've been able to do something like that in moderation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would never tell a person that, you know, having, like I said, ice cream was a sin. It was for me. Okay. Some people, shopping's not a sin, but it is for some people because they're right. addicted. Well, where's the, where's the line between something being an addiction and a problem in your life and something just being a little bit out of control? Um, well, if it's, if it's not bringing glory to God, if it's wasting your time, your health, your resources, mm-hmm. then uh, you need to give it over to him. It says sin shall not have dominion. If it's something that reigns in your life and that you're putting it before Christ. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, one of the ways you know an alcoholic is they schedule their life around their alcohol. Alcohol controls their schedule. Ice cream used to control my schedule. (laughs) If it's taking time that you know really belongs to God, Mm -hmm. he'll convict you. The Holy Spirit will show you. All right. Okay. So let's say that someone has gone through this process that you've gone through. They've managed to get rid of their addiction to ice cream. And then someone gives them some ice cream and and they, they have a little bit and then it all starts all over again. Yeah. Is that something to be discouraged over? Can they get up and, and try again, or is that, that the end of it? Mark Twain said, quitting smoking is easy. I've done it a hundred times. <laughs> and I didn't really share with you how many times I had quit mm-hmm. eating ice cream and then I backslid. 
Yeah. And I, then I got where I said, well, I'm just going to do it every other day. And then, <laughs> you know, you fall off the wagon. Get back up and, you know, just mm-hmm. uh, keep going at it. I mean, it's like learning to walk. How many times do babies fall? Yeah. They, they got to just keep getting back up. All right. So don't get discouraged. But at some point, we want to say, I have complete victory. Mm-hmm. And don't make excuses for sin because the devil will always give you an excuse and a rationalization. Say, Lord, you can set me free. I, I want to have complete victory and he can do it for you. Okay. Well, as we close up, we just talked basically about ice cream, but it's really emblematic of a lot of bigger things that people are struggling with every single day. What is a word of encouragement that you would give to someone who's really trying to get past an addiction mm-hmm. and they just can't seem to make any headway at all? Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You need to believe Mm -hmm. that. Don't believe that the devil is better at tempting you than Jesus is at delivering you. And you know, our little talk about ice cream today is, it's true, but it's also somewhat of an allegory for fighting against any temptation. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, the Lord's helped me with drinking, with smoking. Now I'm not saying I've arrived, Mm -hmm. but um, he can help you get the victory over whatever your struggles are, whatever it is for a person. It can give you a complete victory. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us today, and we appreciate it. Thank you, Esther. All right. Thank you for joining us in this short and sweet conversation. We are grateful for Pastor Doug's participation and appreciate his time with us. To hear more episodes, don't forget to follow us on iTunes or go to gycweb.org slash beyond to find out more.